Yo, 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 we about to jump on in here for this uh, Kingdom Hour show, man. Y'all go ahead and tell a friend to invite a friend, man. Yo, what's up, everybody, man? Want y'all to come on in the room while we get ready to get up for this Kingdom Hour show. Go ahead and tag a friend and tell a friend to invite a friend, man. Y'all come on in here. Oh, we got a solid one today, y'all, man. We got to get it in. About to get it in for real, for real. Yo, 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 blessings, everybody, man. It is that time once again, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. I am your host, Apostle J. Dab, man, here on the Kingdom Hour Show, the TKHS, man. We give a huge salute to everybody who's tuned in with us, to all our sponsors and supporters. And while we are talking about sponsors and supporters, want to give a huge shout out to Miss Mamie Sweet Treat, to All Creek Construction. Y'all already know when you want it done right. Get all Creed on site, man. So huge salute to all Creed Construction, man. Destiny Shine Records. Want to give a huge shoot. Shoot. Want to give a huge shoot. Shoot. I'm going to give a huge shoot, bro. I'm going to give a huge salute uh, to the KLC Kingdom Life Central, man. Everybody that just rock with us. Everybody that, that pray for us, man. Everybody that just hold it down on the front line with us, man. And for us, man, we give a huge salute, man. We about to get this thing jumped off today, man. We have a very uh, special guest in the building man uh first time on the tkhs with me i'm surprised man um but man i got my man pastor Kevin miller in the building man um pastor of one team one fight ministries man and they really get out here and squabble in the spirit man they squabble in the in his in the spiritual realm but don't get it twisted they fight just as hard in the natural realm amen so man um hey what's up with the pastor Kevin? man tell the people what's happening man look i'm excited man this right here a long time coming so man i'm just excited to be on the show on tonight and Always having great conversations with the man of God behind the scenes. We have great conversations behind the scenes all the time. So, hey, y'all share this tag. This I can only imagine what's about to be releasing the atmosphere on tonight. So, hey, man, I'm excited too, man. Because like you said, man, we always have some 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 for real for real conversations, bro. You feel me? And you know, it's it's just a blessing because, man, it's like. When the conversation just flows, you feel me? Um, it's 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 a it's a spectacular thing because you know it's no fictitiousness in the conversation. You feel me? Because I know sometimes you can talk to a person, man, and like they'll just agree with you. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't want no smoke. You feel me? Or they agree with you to trying to recruit or whatever. But I can honestly say, whenever we talk, man, it's just a a wealth of wisdom that's coming from your end. You feel me? And I'm appreciative of it. You know. Um, you know, everybody, everybody. Everybody don't have that, bro. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Nah. Everybody don't have that, man. And so, man, like, listen, bro. So, well, the guidelines on the TKHS, of course, there's nothing scripted. You feel me? 
So, hey, man, you're going to have to you're going to have to go for what you know, bro. You feel me? <laughs> you're going to have to go for what you know, man. I got a special guest in the building, man. I think she's getting a little restless. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I think they call me. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to let her do a thing. You feel me? Um, But tonight, Pastor, man, we are actually talking about um being alienated from God. You feel me? And so on the TKHS, man, we most definitely cover both sides of life. We cover the natural side as well as the spiritual side. You feel me? And so, man, like to just really dive on, we, we there now. You feel me? So to talk about this natural side, man, when we talk about alienated from God, man, what, what does that really mean? Help the people understand what alienated from God really means. Man, so much to cover on that particular topic. That subject will first, man, when I first think about that, I go all the way back to Genesis, Genesis Uh-oh. chapter one, man, where unfortunately Adam became alienated mm. from God because he stepped away uh, from the instructions. And so, uh, man, alienated, alienated from mm-hmm. God is when you choose to walk rebellious. And so you put yourself in that situation because God don't ever want to uh, separate from you, so you separate from him. So it's simple, but we make that very difficult. We see a lot of that right now. Yeah, we we make it very, very complicated. And the crazy part about the conversation tonight is, man, we have two different sets of of people, so to say, that's actually alienated from God. We have non-believers and believers. Oh, man, come on. You know what I'm saying? We got non-believers and believers that's alienated from God. You know what I'm saying? Man, but true. I like let's let's be for real, for real, man. A lot of people don't even believe that that's real. You feel me? A lot of people don't believe that they can make themselves strangers to God. Man, it's, it's, it's strange, but it's deadly from a Christian perspective. Mm-hmm. It's strange to the non-believer because they're still trying to find out. You know, they're still trying to understand who real, who not real on the streets. Yeah. So when it comes to Christ, you know, if anybody that's a believer tries to minister to somebody that's out there on the streets, and you're not walking that life, man, they're just saying you harder than some of your pastors. Man, that's real talk. You already know real, recognize <laughs> real. You know what so, I'm saying? So, but from the church perspective, man, you playing, you talked about it a couple of weeks ago about the lukewarm Christian. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Man, yeah. But I'm gonna spit you off. Yeah, that's, that's a dangerous place, you know what I'm saying? That's a dangerous place. But like, so man, like, when we really dive off up into this alienation piece, you know what I'm saying, to be strangers to be in a foreign land you know what i'm saying like you you said it like so we understand and i want to know how you personally feel and and not how you personally feel but how do you person in your personal life on your in your day-to-day life how do you go about just really understanding like listen everybody's just not gonna know him like that you feel me but it's possible for everybody to know him like that but truth be told everyone won't know him like that you feel me and just off the strength of the activities, because you you identify a tree by the fruit that it bears, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, like in life, just everyday life, bro. We I have I know a lot of people, man. They're like, well, I know God. You feel me? Um, I I I do this and I do that. I'm I'm a good person. You know what I'm saying? And I, I be like, man, listen, it ain't even about you being a good person, Ken folk. You feel me? Because truth be told. We were called to be holy before we were called to do good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, just off the strength of who God is, we're supposed doing good is just supposed to be like 
part of our nature because we've been created in the image of God. You feel me? And when it talks about being created in the image of God, it talks about the characteristic traits of God. You know what I'm saying? Not necessarily looking like God in, in, as physical attributes and stuff like that. And for anybody who didn't know, you feel me? And so what I'm saying is, <laughs> what I'm saying is, a lot of people really think that they know God. And they, man, Apostle Jay, how you going to tell me I don't know God, bro? I look at what people doing. You feel me? I mean, am I not supposed to look at the activities that a person is carrying out? You feel me? And like, I'm not passing judgment on a person, you know what I'm saying? But I'm looking at, bro, your talk doesn't line up with what you're doing. You feel me? And I'm not even talking about the church right now. I'm just talking about on the outside because I hear the hearts of so many people, Pastor, and it's like, so many people really want to know God. They, they, man, I know smokers that really want to know God. They'll quote me every, they, they can quote me from Genesis to Revelation. Probably know more of the Bible than me. You feel me? I miss them. <laughs> Come on, man. And it's like, but bro, why aren't you set free with what you know? Help, help. And so my question, my, once again, my question is really, uh, how do you deal with it as a pastor? Because it's like, Sometimes, man, it, it aches and breaks my heart a lot of times to look somebody square in their eyes and know, like, fam, you, you missing it, bro. As much as as good as that sounded to you, you're missing it. You feel me? Uh, I I use the principle as before I was a pastor, I was evangelist, so mm -hmm. and that's always gonna be in my heart. So the spirit of evangelism never left, even when I was in the world. Uh, I still was evangelizing because I do always a relationship with God, but I wasn't close with God, but it never stopped my reach. So mm -hmm. I always had the mentality to shoot my shot. Okay, come on. So I've always shot. had that boldness. Like, I mean, I'm going to tell you about it. Mm -hmm. Either you're going to take it or you're not going to take right, it, but right. I'm going to shoot my shot. Mm -hmm. I did that on the ship. I remember, man, I shot my shot on the ship. Come on here. And the folks, man, they laughed and was like, man, you know, trying to do a Bible study, man. Anybody come to the Bible study? And I, and I watched it for months. Nobody came to the Bible study. It was just me. And another atheist. Mm, yeah. An atheist. The guy was Come an atheist. On. Come on. Michael Tavy. If he watched me right now, he on Facebook. We best friends to this day because I never stopped shooting my shot. Come on, man. I, I showed up every Tuesday by myself. And it would be him. He had his headphones in. One moment he took his headphones off and was like, hey, man, you always, you know, shooting this Bible, this Bible stuff. Man, ain't nobody trying to hear that. And I was like, man, ain't anybody who's hearing. I'm just going to, you know, keep delivering. Mm -hmm. And uh, eventually, the same person that was doing that talking, now he has several degrees in theology. Uh, he saved. Come uh, on, the man. The Bible study grew from me and him to a library full of people, to the mess decks, to the, to the flight deck. Man, we had to shift because I shot my shot. So Come on, consistency. Uh, yeah. It's all about it's all about consistency. Come on, man. You know who you are. Not and that and not being better than somebody else. Like, you know, when you shooting your shot, but you want to make it look like you're not perfect. Or that you are perfect. Yeah. And I, I'm not perfect. And so I you know, give my story all the time. I just tell folks, you know, hey, this is what I was. This is what I was addicted to. This is what I was doing. Mm -hmm. This is how I was living. Matter of fact, Michael Tavy, the atheist, had to check me. Mm. He was like, man, you know why nobody coming to your Bible study? He's like, because when you leave, when the ship pull in, you leave the ship, man, you going to get drunk with all us. Killing your own witness. You smoking with all us. Killing your own witness. And when I, it was like a light came on. I was like, I can't be that guy no more. Yeah, and it it took a while for me to 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 transform and to change, but I had to cut away from all of that in order for the people to respect mm -hmm. what I was trying to deliver. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the fight that we have with 
people not respecting with what we delivering because some folks that's trying to deliver ain't delivering. Ooh, come on, somebody. Some 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 people are being stumbling blocks. Yeah. So so it's safe to say that uh, some some people some in the in the body some people in the body are actually helping people remain alienated just off the strength of their activities. Yeah. One thing, and I, for those who are tuned in right now, one thing I want to share with the people that are watching now, especially to the believers that are watching, listen, yeah. your activities cannot counteract your belief. You feel me? That's like one of the one of one thing that irritates me the most is talking to a person that's complaining and trying to praise God at the same time. You feel me? Man, I so get I, I'm so tired of this job, tired of people working me like this, but God good. He blessed me with it. Man, stop, bro. Stop. Nah, come on. You all up in the juice. I put it on social media today. <laughs> come on, I man. Put a picture up. It says ungrateful. I, like, I saw that picture. <laughs> yeah, I got people name in my phone as ungrateful. So oh. when they call, I answer, but I but which one is you? Yeah. Ungrateful. Like one moment you save, and then the next moment you complaining. Yeah. Miss me on that. Yeah. And, and you know, it, it, it doesn't work like that because all of that actually adds to the alienation. You feel me? Yeah. Because we don't really understand the, the, the mind regard when it comes to alienation. We're going to talk about it in the scripture. You feel me? Because it's like, listen. Whatever the heart is, see, the heart and the mind is, is one, mm-hmm. you feel me? And so whatever is being produced within your heart, whatever's being produced within your mind, that's going to signal to give you a direction to take, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if I'm ungrateful in my mind, if I'm ungrateful in my heart, you know what I'm saying, my activities will be ungrateful, but my human nature will say, well, you believe in God, so still give God praise, you know what I'm saying? It's like, how you doing today? Oh, bless the Lord, blessed and highly favored. Well, you know, my, my knees hurt, and, and, and listen, listen, listen. Make your mind up, bro. You feel me? Because, like, believe it or not, bro, I believe, I believe, like, I believe you, I believe in talking to my to my body, to talking to my aches and my pains, you know, when they come, you feel me? They to be honest, they don't come quite often. You feel me? And I'm like, man, you you gotta get right, fam. We got too much to do today. You feel you feel me? You know what I'm saying? You 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 gotta get right. And you my my body has to line up with my declaration. You feel me? And that's one thing that we have to stop doing as believers. We have to stop canceling the declaration. You know what I'm saying? I say one thing, but I think something else. You know what I'm saying? My thoughts and my speech have to be in 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 one accord. You feel me? What my thought, whatever I'm thinking, whatever's in my what the word of God says, what's in your heart will come out your mouth. You feel me? So if you have defeat in your heart, then defeat is going to come out your mouth. It doesn't matter how much you try to masquerade it or try to cover it up with a with a with an ungrateful praise. You feel me? An ungrateful praise. That sounds like an oxymoron or something. You feel me? I love it. It's like, man, the three words I've been sharing this week to the team is activated, motivated, and dedicated. Mm-hmm. Struggle mm-hmm. with your motivation. People that struggle with their motivation is somebody that's been deactivated. Yeah. And so when they deactivated, of course, the dedication is all the way gone. They find themselves not being dedicated, uh, dedicated, which makes them feel alienated, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. But the alienation started when you deactivated yourself. Mm-hmm. Like we ain't do nothing to you. Yeah, you deactivated yeah. yourself. Deactivated, disconnected. You Come disconnected. on, man. Come, Come on. on. It's like <laughs> you, you, you chose. Watch this to pair to somebody else's device. Ooh, watch out, man. That wasn't even much your device, but you Bluetooth said trying to connect. And that wasn't that wasn't your device. Come on, man. You, you on somebody else's device. You trying to figure out why you so alienated. 
Why are you so deactivated? So man, that that's that's real talk. And since you brought that, you you brought that up, man. How often are we paired with somebody that's alienated? Oh man, I'm not trying to be alienated, but I'm paired with somebody that's alienated. And and once again, so for clarity, for those who are tuning in, or those who may have just tuned in, we want to know how can I stop being alienated from God? We gonna hit it in a minute. You feel me? We gonna hit it in a minute, but alienation, bro. It's like I, I was telling I was telling Pastor Stacy this today, bro. You know what I'm saying? We have a life that we desire, and then there's a life that God desires. Right, come on, come you feel on, me? Man, you're in the juice. And, and 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 a lot of times in the life that we desire, it pushes us away from the life that God has destined for us that god has called us to because i honestly believe according to the scripture that we've been predestined that god has man listen man the life that god has for me and the crazy part of my belief is this i believe that the life that god has already predestined for me is going to produce everything that i can possibly think that i want you know what i'm saying but the scripture says that if you diligently seek god he'll give you the desires of your heart so the first part of the assignment is for me to diligently seek god seek ye first the kingdom of god and all of his righteousness and everything else will be added unto you so in the assignment of me seeking him that means in everything that i do i have to find a joy you know what i'm saying how many times have you found joy with looking for something <laughs> you know what i'm saying I found joy see a lot of times when we have to look for something, we get frustrated because we can't find it. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Looking for something and seeking something is a, is, is a technique. You feel me? Oh. You know what I'm saying? It's, oh. it's a technique. Like so, you know what I'm saying? I love God. You feel me? And if I get up in the morning, I'm like, I don't feel as connected as I felt yesterday. The first thing I'm going to do is backtrack. You feel me? Oh. To see why I lost the connection. At, you know what I'm saying? Oh. So that means I'm seeking him all over again. Like, God, listen, man, listen, this your boy. You feel me? I, I, I heard you clear yesterday. I'm not hearing so clear today. What's going on? Maybe I shouldn't have had that third cup of coffee at 930 in the morning. You feel Come me? On. But whatever it is, like, man, look, no lie, bro. I was going in Starbucks today, and uh, I, I think I'm going to leave Starbucks alone because <laughs> it, it, it's just something that didn't hit me right. You feel me? Like, I was going to Starbucks today, man, and any Starbucks drinkers that's on here, man, if y'all notice, it's a new it's a new coffee that they're introducing, I think, a new brew or something that they're introducing, um, Ovita or Ovita or something. But I saw the name, but I read what it said, and it said, introducing a new ritual. Oh. Oh. It, it said introducing a new ritual and so man while i was getting this white chocolate hot hot mocha you feel me i'm, oh, I'm like i'm fighting with that thing. i'm like man oh, do I, oh, do I, drink? I mean it just didn't feel right bro oh, and like i'm standing in this particular starbucks man and the lady man she had on a fedora the one of the one of the um one of the um the, the the people who worked there she had on a fedora but that boy looked like a witch hat bro uh. And I'm looking, man, like Some everything they had on. Demonic, man. Everything they had on was black, bro. And I'm like, what well, the lady, man, she had on uh, uh her lip was pierced with black earrings and her lips. Oh my god. And most people <sighs> from Starbucks, man, they Jesus. very gothic. Man, yeah, that's what it was. And I'm like, but that stuck with me. It said <laughs> introducing a new ritual. <laughs> Listen, a new ritual. What do they do with the coffee? They brew. Uh, oh, man. Man. <laughs> man, make you want to stop drinking coffee. <laughs> man, listen, boy, look, you done took me there, man. That's you... like that drink that I was talking about recently, that water, that something. I remember you was talking about that. And on the, like, on the can, it was extremely demonic. I was like, 
man, who drink death liquid or something like that? And I was like, death Li- liquid, liquid death. Kill, kill your thirst. Yeah, man, it was. But blessed are those who thirst. Man, and come on. <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> everything opposite of the word of God. And I was like, not that I've ever had to drink, but it just caught my attention. I was like, what's liquid death? I was like, I would want to drink something that's supposed to be a high quality H2O, yeah. but it's death. Like, yeah. That's totally. Ooh. Man, man, listen, but man, I don't even know how we got there, man. But I don't want to be alienated. You feel me? So I, I'm gonna I'm a ease up off of that thing. You feel off that Starbucks stuff, and you know what I'm saying? And I, I was really struggling this morning. I'm like, God, do I leave it alone now? Do I get this cup of coffee? And I'm like, man, that really bothered me this morning with what I saw, though. You feel right, me? Come on. But man, alienated, alienated from God, man. Um, so not even talking about the church people, not even talking about believers, man. It's so many people, and my heart really cries because I'm like, listen, little bro, there's a better way. There is a better way. You feel me? Um, I, and you know, some people don't. Some people look. Some people look at some believers. You know what I'm saying? It's like, ain't no way he could be living right all the time. Why not? Man, come on. Answer, answer me that. Why not? Come on. The word of God says in Peter, First Peter, First Peter says, but I am not like that. Come on. I am not I'm like just that. Gonna start. We can stop right there. Come on. Like, that's my story now. I'm not like that. I'm not like that. So that's why I can live right. Come on, man. Because I'm not like that. Man, and listen, you know what helps me, man? It's in the book of Psalms where it talks about um, for them who practice righteousness. Yeah, man. You feel like, me? Like, they practice right. It's going back to the ABCs in Matthew, uh, in the book of Matthew, mm-hmm. where it says, I always call it the best math problem in, in, the, in, the, in the Bible. Mm-hmm. A, if you seek him, B, you become righteous. Mm-hmm. C, you will see things that that will be added unto you. But you become righteous. When you become righteous, you stay righteous. You don't just become righteous and then things is added and you tap away from the righteousness. Let me pull in right there. Once you become righteous, you remain righteous. You remain. Unless you forsake the righteousness. Come on. But then that gets frightening because the scripture says what sacrifice is left Come on. for them who go back. And the scripture actually declares, it says, it's better for you to not even have started than to start and go back. back. You feel me? Because what you're going back to is going to be worse than it was than when you first started. I've witnessed people, man, that has just given up. I'm talking about people that that I know, people that I can get on the horn. And it's like, bro, you've alienated yourself so far to where you no longer have an ear. Come on. You no longer you, you're turning a deaf ear. You don't want to hear it. You know why? Because the righteousness that we are called to continue in practicing, it irritates you because you know better. You feel me? You you know better. And so how do we awaken that person to bring him back to the fold, to bring him back from alienation, to bring him back from his wilderness? You feel me? Because truth be told, truth be told. None of us know how much longer the door will be open for you to get back. You feel me? None of it. the word of God. Jesus said, "Listen, fam." He say, "I don't even know." Uh, he say, "The angels don't even uh, know." I heard a preacher say that one time out on the pulpit. He said, "Name, name one thing that uh, Jesus don't know." Come on, man. The day nor the hour. And uh, we was kind of looking at him crazy because, you know, it was a, a religious, you know, traditional church. So he's mm-hmm. like, he tripping. And he was like, the one thing that Jesus don't know is when he coming back. 
And when he said that, man, it was kind of like my eyes was like so wide open. Because, you know, when you walk in righteous, man, that's scary. Because it may be the one day you let somebody take you out of character. Mm-hmm. Ooh, come and on, he come man. back. He come back. Man, We I look at stuff like this here, bro. You know what I'm saying? And this is for anybody that's pe- tuned in right now, people who just can't believe now, believers who just can't, believers who can't remain standing upright. You feel me? What if God has delivered you from dope abuse, dope usage, you feel me? And you just try one more time. And as soon as you finish smoking and you turn around, Jesus right there saying it's time. What you gonna do, bro? Yeah. Don't don't miss me with that. I'm just gonna repent, bro. Cause I'm foolish enough to believe that in his glory, I'm just gonna hide my face. You feel me? What if you get knocking down this young lady or knocking letting a dude knock you down? You feel me? And as soon as you finish, you turn around. Jesus say it's time to go. You feel me? Yeah. Bro, that's that's frightening moments, bro. And it happens by the second. Come come on, where, man. You know, people take life for granted and just assume that Jesus is not, you know, omnipresent. One of the best stories uh, uh, I learned was when I was in Balad, Balad Iraq. Mm-hmm. And uh, we was clowning, you know, in choir rehearsal. And we go to church over there and clowning. Granted, we in a war. Uh, we getting shot at every day, missiles and everything. We get to church. When we ain't in church, we serious. We march, we got our guns, mm-hmm. you know, we ready to shoot down everything. We get in church, we playing around laughing. So this older senior man, Sister Shell Graves, man, clear as day, she said, y'all play too much. Mm. She was like, y'all got the wristband on that said, what would Jesus do? She said, but the real question is, what what if he was next to you? She's like, every time you come into the presence of God, whatever you do, whether you're in church or wherever you're at, she says, you live your life as if Jesus is right next to you. Mm-hmm. And it was that statement that I was like, man, I was like, you keep that mentality. You know, going back to the scripture where it says, I'm not like that. Mm-hmm. The next part after that in Peter, it says, I've been chosen. At this point, man, I've been chosen by the best coach to ever, ever come coach on, the game. I'm on the team. So why would I, come on, I'm on the team. <laughs> why would I mess that up? Why come would on. I want to be cut from that team? Intentionally messing it up. Intentionally missing practice. Come on, man, we're talking about practice. Shout out to AI. We talking about practice. Come on, yeah, man. man. It's man, practice don't stop until you in that cast. Ooh, man. I watched a clip today, man, <laughs> and it talks about on uh, some of the longest suspensions in the NBA. One dude was suspended for um, I don't think it was Latrell Sprewell. It was another guy. He Latrell had a long suspension, but I think he had sixty-four games suspended. But it was a, 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 a game where they call it Malice in the Palace. Oh, you talking about Steven Jackson and uh, man, they uh, was fighting Rich each Wallace other. Wallace and they was fighting the and they was fighting the fans and stuff. Yeah. Dude, dude was suspended for two years, two years. Man, can you imagine? We, we you talking about being on on the team now? You feel me? Can you imagine God suspending you, bro? With no pay, no pay, bro. Oh. No pay, man. Like you cursed yourself though, because. 
you stepped you stepped out of bounds. Yeah, alienated because you went out of bounds. Come on. You feel me? Sometimes you gotta let the ball go out of bounds. Just let it let it do what it do. Man, come on, man. Listen, man. Thank you guys so much for tuning in with us tonight, man. We're talking about being alienated from God. This portion that we're in right now, we're actually discussing, you know, man, those who are outside of outside of the faith. You know, people believe what they want to believe. They have the right to believe what yeah. they want to believe. You know, um, I tell people all the time, what you eat don't make me go to the bathroom. You feel me? I'm not about to argue with you and your belief. You feel me? Because I know what has transpired in my life and that has caused me to be a better husband, a better father, a better son, a better brother, a better uncle, a better cousin. I know. And that was all God through Christ Jesus, bro. You feel me? Once I accepted Christ, man, Christ introduced me to the Holy Spirit, bro. You feel mm-hmm. me? And once I was introduced to the Holy Spirit, he in turn reintroduced me to Jesus. You feel mm-hmm. me? You know what I'm saying? Now I understand that because of Christ, I have a way to the Father. You feel me? And this life that I live today is simply um, simply guided. You feel me? And mm-hmm. it's an intentional walk every single day, bro, because we're still here. We can still choose to go left if we cho- if we want to. So that's why we can't entertain left thoughts. You know what I'm saying? I have to entertain what's right. You feel me? I have to, bro, because my life is at stake. My life is always at stake. And at some particular point for believers, pastor, we have to understand, like, listen, at a certain point, bro, the walk is no longer for you. Oh, man, you, you man, come on. Come on. Come at, on. At, at, at a certain point. The walk is no longer for you. At a certain point, the walk is no longer for you. The walk is actually for those who can't walk for themselves. Man, you know on. what I'm saying? Come on in. Come on in. The walk is actually for those who can't walk for themselves. That, you know what I'm saying? And we have to understand as we begin to grow up in God, that's another key issue. Now we about to switch. We're going, we going into the sanctuary now. You right, feel me? Come on. Uh, another key factor is, man, it's not a lot of believers that's growing up in God to show people how not to be alienated, bro. It seemed like, man, when you when you profess Christ, boy, you got worse. Oh, man. Come on, talk about it, Pastor. You can't swing it, man. Good evening. When I say can't swing it, man. Uh-huh. Man, I was just writing that. And, uh, I was, I'll say I was journaling that. Mm-hmm. It's coming soon what I'm journaling. Okay. And, uh, I was talking about the walls of Jericho. Mm-hmm. And, uh, one, one, one section I talk about, uh, parade rest. And then I go from parade rest to forward march. Mm-hmm. And then from forward march to double time march. Okay. Uh, but I was using the analogy and the illustration about the instructions that was given to, uh, Joshua. Okay. You know, they was told, God said in the text that I've gone before you and I've given you Jericho. Mm-hmm. And so since he had given them Jericho, they activated now. Mm-hmm. And so now it's their responsibility to march. Mm-hmm. But he didn't tell them to march and to do all the shenanigans. He mm-hmm. said, can you march this way? I don't need you to say nothing. And he said, I need you to do this six times. Now, mm-hmm. we don't know what that, what that looked like. That could have just been you know, a little circle. Mm-hmm. Man, that could have been a long march. Could have been. But they wasn't just marching for them. Mm-hmm. Man, they was marching for, man, generations. Yeah. Generational walls mm-hmm. to be torn down. And so I share that to say, I didn't share this last night, but when you said that, it made me think of a whole nother way. Mm-hmm. When the believer decides to, to, to step out of line, mm-hmm. to step out of formation, you now hinder that next generation because they was depending on you. 
Right, 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 right. So when they saw you step out, it causes them to not step out. Mm -hmm. And we see that trend where if somebody puts something on TikTok, challenge, everybody doing the challenge. Yeah. Somebody put something on, you know, Facebook, everybody doing you know, mm -hmm. the challenge. And so they pick up those spirits because of you that decided to get out of formation. So we we gotta stay formatted. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you you we have to. We have to because man, there are so many there are so many people, bro, that that really need need you yeah. to walk in alignment. Some people need you to just cover them in prayer. You feel me? And we have to always remember we was once there. You feel me? We was once there. And so, man, looking at the scripture in on the book of Colossians, chapter one, verse twenty-one, the word of God actually says, "And you, and you." So, just off the just off the, the, the rip of verse 21, it makes it personal. And you, who once were alienated. So this is how we can begin to declare, and this is how we can talk about being alienated from God. You feel me? Because I understand what being alienated was, because I once was alienated from God. Right. Now, before we even get into the rest of this thing here, what caused me to be alienated from God? One, the things that I didn't know. Come on. About God. That is good. You feel me? <laughs> and even in Ephesians 4 and 18, he says it's because of the ignorance that was right. in your heart. Come now, on. the ignorance that was in you due to the hardness of your heart. So what caused Jay to be alienated from God? The things that I didn't know about God. You feel me? I didn't know. Man, bro, like, listen, I honestly thought, bro, I could go to heaven just by helping an old woman across the street. You feel me? I honestly thought I can go to heaven just by doing good and I, I resolved in my own mind at age 13 i was on homestead and 16 in between the shell station and the waterburger slanging newspapers bro and like i don't know I, I don't even know why these thoughts was on my mind like bro heaven and hell like damn i don't know what this stuff is bro and i and i, I resolved on that paper stop bro in that median i said listen i'm just gonna do something good for a person every day you feel me and man, if I tell you no lie, one Sunday, man, stuff was on my heart. And, and I, this is how I know that God has always had his hand on me, bro. I'm on this paper corner, bro, man, selling newspapers, bro. And I'm just out there. I'm like, man, I don't even know what hell is, bro. Yeah, come on. All I know is I don't even know why my mind was there. You feel me? <laughs> but listen, that day, that day, bro, I resolved. I said, I'm just going to do a good, do good for people every day. You know what I'm saying? And man, it and I was selling newspapers on a Sunday, on church day. Not the Sabbath. <laughs> yeah, quote unquote. You mean I was on I was I was on church day. Not church day. I was I was selling newspapers on church day. And yeah, let me not say the sad, you know, some people have been against yeah, they, yeah, they, right? they gonna be the hit hit it's my sad. line, it's your line. It's your it's line. Listen, listen. Church folks people. And man, like bro, that, that that was the thought that was on my mind, bro. And I'm talking about after uh after one o'clock after two o'clock after church was letting out bro i'm slanging these newspapers bro i'm slanging these newspapers fam and man a guy pulled up on me bro and he say say young man you want to go to heaven man that just killed me right there man because this thought has been on my mind all day uh, you feel me i'm 13 years old i'm 13 years old bro this thought has been on my mind all day and this dude pull up on me talking about bro you want to go to heaven Man, I was ready to go. You feel? Yeah. I say, yeah. And man, that dude gave me a track and said, "Pray this prayer." 
and me. Come on. And that prayer say, Lord Jesus, I need you. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I open the door of my life and receive you as my Savior and Lord. Thank you for forgiving my sins and giving me eternal life. Take control of the throne of my life and make me the person you want me to be. That was the prayer. I prayed that prayer, bro, and I meant that with everything in me, bro, at age 13. 13. Come on, I was about to just say that. 13, you applied it, though. Come on, man. And so, like, growing up, the, this is the crazy part. Growing up, I prayed that at 13 selling newspapers. So as I ventured out, because newspaper is hustling, you feel me? Yeah. So as the hustling began to, to, to mod modulate, you feel me? Yeah. It's like, bro, everything that I did, that prayer always came back to me. And so I actually had to override what I confessed yeah. to do what I was trying to do. You feel yeah. me? Because I didn't know nothing about God. Now, that's what made me alienated from God. So the scriptures say who once was alienated and hostile in your mind. I was ignorant. I didn't know. I didn't know the ways of God. All I knew, somebody said Jesus and woo, 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 bro. The crazy thing about it, man, is people can feel however they want to feel about the Bible, about the book itself. Feel however you want to feel. Well, I always had some type of attraction to the book itself, bro. To the book itself. I wasn't concerned with who wrote it. Bro, I didn't know nothing about no Paul, Peter, James, John, bro. It was just the book. It was just something that would alarm me. It, it, it was power in those pages, bro. You feel me? <laughs> but it's a like you who once were alienated and hostile in mind doing evil deeds. So this is how I can attest and say that, listen, bro. I, I'm, I'm telling you, kinfolk, I know that it's something better, bro, because... I was there. You feel me? And so, man, look, 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 doing evil deeds. The scripture says he has now reconciled in his body of flesh by his death in order to present you holy and blameless and above reproach before him. If oh, I ain't even going to go into 23, you feel me? <laughs> I ain't even going to 23. You know what I'm Come talking on. about? But this explains why Christ was sacrificed for us. Yeah. Go go ahead, man. Go ahead. Go man, ahead. It starts, man. I, I'm gonna look at it in the message translation. Come on, man. Because it's it starts the same way, but it said you yourself. So like you said, it starts, it starts with me. Mm -hmm. You know, I it starts with me. I have to make sure that I'm looking at the mirror and saying that God, you know, what is it that's on me mm -hmm. that caused me to catch a case? C come on, man. Because come Texas, on. You yourself are a case study. <laughs> In other words, you catch a case, and you going to jail. Yeah. Because you chose to do something ignorant. You chose mm -hmm. to do something. We all been there, done that. I never forget them days. And I'm like, God, how did I get myself here? Plus, I chose, and it was all predestined. Mm -hmm. Nobody told me. It wasn't the devil that told me. People been vain devil. No, yeah, Calvin was definitely. mad. Calvin decided, and mm -hmm. Calvin did. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens, you know, when we put ourselves in a situation, we get mad, we decide. And we do. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. when the truth comes out, now we feel like uh, everybody's disrespectful and nobody wants to work with me and mm -hmm. nobody wants to serve. And, but this says that you yourself is a case study of what he does. And so he says, I've been studying your life because I created your life. Your whole case. Come on. So <laughs> I, I knew your case, man, from the beginning. I, before, I knew before... You was in the womb. Mm -hmm. I knew you. Come on. I, I'm the one that know the plans that I have for you. And I tried to tell you it's not to destroy you. Mm -hmm. So even when you feel like you're in bondage and you're locked up, you're still not destroyed mm -hmm. yet. 
Mm-hmm. It's that moment when you land in front of that casket, your flesh is destroyed. It ain't no coming back unless Come Jesus on, decides that at that point he wants to resurrect you. But at that moment, your case is now <laughs> for the Lord. Hey. And he's studying your entire life. And he said, Ooh, do you come remember on, man. this day? Come do on. Do you remember that day? Do you remember this time? Do you remember that time? And it ain't no more blame game at that point. Come on, Because man. he said, do you. Not do Jay. Do not do you. Not do you. Not do me. Mm-hmm. Do Jay. Because mm-hmm. he said, you yourself. is crazy. I've been studying. And he's still studying us uh, to this day. And so I tell folks, man, look, when it comes to the grace of God, we don't even much understand how graceful he's been Come on. because of the cases, the multiple cases, the many cases. Like folks be like, man, uh, you know, when <laughs> you ask me, you know, you have any misdemeanors or felonies? I'm like, I may not have that, but I have a lot of other cases mm. that ain't right with God. Mm-hmm. In that case, they don't got nothing on a felony. Mm. I can, I, I've blessed, we've been able to bless yourself multiple people second chance offenders Come on. and they're still able you know to land a job but we're talking about a whole different type of case mm-hmm. like have you got that case right yeah this this is the case that that supersedes all these other cases because now we're talking about a spiritual case you feel mm-hmm. me these natural cases bro listen we can still find favor you feel me but if that spiritual case Ain't right. If that spiritual case low, bro, if you don't have the right spiritual caseworker, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm grateful that his spirit was my is my caseworker. Wasn't he wasn't my caseworker? He is my caseworker. You feel me? Because man, like when we think about catching cases, bro, when we think about this stuff, bro, most of the times we catch cases due to a lack of self-control. Man, look at it. It says at one time you had you had you all had your backs turn to God, mm. thinking rebellious thoughts of him, giving him trouble every chance you got. Ooh. Say, he was an aching say, man, troublemaker. We, had, we, um, <laughs> we, we, just, we just let out of the um, youth program, the summer program, man. And if I tell you, man, the wrestlers gave me trouble today, <laughs> boy, every chance they got. I was like, man, I'm a body slam. <laughs> Y'all watch you keep on. <laughs> keep on. I'm like, man, but this... They gave me trouble every chance they got, you know what I'm saying? So when it was time for me to be a blessing to them, I reneged on the blessing. I'm glad God don't do us like that, right? Man, you know what I'm saying? I reneged on the blessing. I closed my hand like, listen, bro, you, you got to understand, you know what I'm saying? And this is what we have to get to in God, though, you feel come me? On. How do you want God to treat you? Ooh. Man, now, ask yourself, how you treating him? Uh, you know what I'm saying? I know some of this stuff is like, it's, it's too much for us to phantom in our carnal mind. That's why we have to uh, come out of the carnality and see what's going on spiritually. You feel me? Ooh, because it's, it's two different, bro. Listen, it's two different realms. Listen, we as human beings here in this earth realm, there's two different realms. You have your spiritual realm and you have your natural realm. This is how you can see a person get spiritual with you and that same person act a plum fool with you. Man, come on. You feel me? Because your spiritual realm and this natural realm, I'm gonna put the spiritual realm back over here because it is right. You feel me? The spiritual realm and the natural realm, they are running parallel. You feel me? This is how the switch game is so strong because man, boys can be in here and out of here, in here and out of here, in it, depending on how you feel. You feel me? So at the end of the day, bro, how do I get in here, remain in here, 
and yet still operate out here because as long as I'm still here, I'm just as much of a natural man as I am a spiritual man. You know what I'm saying? And so I can't be so so heavenly minded that I'm no earthly good. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But I can't be so earthly minded that I, I'm not even fit for heaven. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so at the end of the day, man, it talks about how we uh, we once were. So now I'm talking now to the born again believer, to those who have actually accepted Christ, you know what I'm saying, as their Lord and their Savior, you know what I'm saying? So now he gives us, listen, fam, you once were alienated from God. Now you've tasted and you've seen. How many of us can I say, man, listen, I've tasted and I've seen that God is good. You feel me? Come on. I'm talking about beyond the stuff that he can do or beyond the stuff that he did just off the strength of him showing you who. Come on. How many friends do we have like that in our life? Like, listen, fam, I don't it don't it, it don't matter what he can do for me, what she can give me. Bro, I know that this is an A1 person. And come on. It says he inhabits the praises of his people. Come on. Come on, man. It's a, it's a simple text. But people be wanting to understand why I got so much hell going on in my house. Hmm. Because what are you releasing from your mouthpiece in your house? Come on, man. He said he inhabits the praises of his people. So my 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 motivation every day God allows me to wake up is that I don't want a visitation. Come on. I want you to habitate. habitate I want to be habitate with God. But God ain't you know want to saying? come in no house that's filthy. Come come on, man. You better come clean on. it up. You inhabited the hell of, of of the people and want to know why the devil whooping your butt. It's because of what you release. He says, Man. I inhabit the praises. Come I'm on. I'm not saying for you to be super sane inside of your house and you, you know, singing and worshiping, but what you have in your house, what you release in your house is what, you know, what mm -hmm. you ought to expect to get. If you yeah. don't clean your house up, you're going to have them things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to have yeah, them yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. If you don't clean your house, they ain't going to smell it. We're going to be sitting next to you, looking you in your face, watching Come your on. favorite TV show. What does it look like for God to visit you? And you was behind the pulpit, and you was saying, "Holy is the Lord, holy is the Lamb." Come on, man! But you behind your house, you cursing your wife out, you whooping her, you beating her, you mm -hmm. cursing your kids out. God was like, "What is this?" It's not adding up, bro. Uh -huh. It's not adding up. Uh -huh. And you know, man, hiding stuff can only go so long. You feel me? Hiding stuff can only go so long. And so, when we look at the transparency of a thing, how can I become transparent with God? You feel me? So, like. If you become transparent with God, and I mean, if you become transparent with God, then you'll be transparent with people. You feel me? So it's like, if you hide stuff from God, you're going to hide stuff from people. You know what I'm saying? If you hide, the scripture says, as it is in the natural, so it is also in the spiritual. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, we have to stop trying to lead Christ through our house. You feel me? And give him access to the house. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? I want to open in Jesus. I really want you to come in here. You know what I'm saying? But don't go over there. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Like, don't don't go over there. You know what I'm saying? Don't go in that room. Yeah, yeah. Chill out. You know what I'm saying? We got this under control. You know what I'm saying? And Jesus be like, okay, okay, okay. Then he try to go in and wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't really need you over there either. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, that's how we do when we, when we, when we enter into the thought process of God. You feel me? Like in our minds, bro. Uh, uh, in our minds, we really want to be who God called us to be. Like, man, God, I really want to be. I know, I know that you have something in store for me. I really want to be that person. You feel me? Because in the world, we really wanted to be that dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's good, we really wanted to be that dude. That's you good. feel me? And so what did it take for us to be that dude? 
bro, we had to, man, listen, it was no hoes bars in order for you to be that guy. Yeah. You feel me? If you wanted to be that one, you had to do what it took to be that one. So if you want to be who God has called you to be, you have to do what's required for you to be, be become. And that becoming actually is a transformation. You feel me? Absolutely. It's, it's a transformation. And the transformation starts within your mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't think how I used to think. I used to think that I had to make it happen myself. And, bro, it took a, it took an army from the Lord. To make me pipe down and understand, like, listen, if God ain't doing it, Jay, it ain't going to be done. You feel me? If God ain't giving it, Jay, it ain't going to be kept. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jay, you could do it, but it ain't going to last. And so when I move from the temporary figures, I, I move from, and this is my testimony, I move from uh, uh, just trying to feel good to trying to be good. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Meaning, I move from just trying to feel God to actually becoming God, you simple. Is it good or is it God? And we know the difference. Come on, like, we, you know, like this is good, but this ain't God. This ain't God. It was good for me to get high, but I knew it wasn't God. It wasn't God. And I knew all the scriptures still. Come high, on, but I knew it wasn't God mm -hmm. because I was in a whole other realm that wasn't with God. Ooh, come on, man! It caused me to tap into other things. I couldn't. <laughs> I could not enter into his presence with the spirit of thanksgiving because I had too many demons that had entered in. Mm, come and, on, man. And so I couldn't come into church, right? I could put on the mask and come into church. Mm -hmm. But I couldn't, Calvin couldn't come into the church, right? Because I had too many demons that was inside of me. Yeah. I, God, you had to get this out of me so that when I come into your yeah. presence, come on. I can come into your presence literally with the spirit of thanksgiving. I can have no money in account. I still got a spirit of thanksgiving. Yeah. I could have just received something from the doctor, but because I can activate Ooh, my own mouthpiece, come on, man. I can still come in with the spirit of thanksgiving. Man. I can have somebody just curse me out, want to drive me off the road, but because I got a spirit of thanksgiving, mm -hmm. going back now to Peter, I'm not like that. I've been chosen. I'm part of the royal priesthood. I'm part mm -hmm. of the holy nation. Come on, man. And the best part of that is he brought me out of darkness. Mm -hmm. When he brought me out of darkness, this scripture in Colossians 1 and the message translation, it says you you are mandated to stay constantly tuned into the message. Who? You. Constant, you constantly yeah. tuned into the message. Careful not to be distracted or diverted. Mm -hmm. There is no other message. Come on, bro. And so there are thousands of messages that are out there that mm -hmm. we tap into, but is it the message? Man, listen, bro. <laughs> that That's the point because everybody got something to say. Man, come you on. You feel me? Uh, Everybody want to challenge what you believe. You want you the mic, but your fruit ain't right, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, Come on. I got to stay in the seat. Yeah, you got to stay in You want the mic, but your fruit ain't right. You feel me? <laughs> Everybody got something to say. Come on. Everybody got something to say. But listen, you attacking my belief, and my belief has changed my whole life. Come you on. feel me? You attacking my belief with what you believe. Man, come on, man. Now, if you tell the tree by the fruit that it bear, Bro, I'm free. Mentally, I'm free. Physically, I'm free. But, bro, you you going through hell trying to convince me that what you believe is what God wants us to believe. Help me. Help me. Help me. I'm not knocking your belief, but it just don't work for me. If my belief don't work for you, it's cool. It's cool. I'm not about to force Christ on you, my man, because truth be told, I don't care how many scriptures I quote to you, unless the spirit gives you revelation, you'll never understand 
what I'm saying. No, you got to know the message for yourself. You got to know. You have to have an encounter for yourself, yeah. bro. I remember, man, I, I was in Dallas, Texas. I've shared this testimony before, but I was in Dallas, Texas, bro. And I told Jesus, I say, listen, I don't want to know the you that my grandmama was talking about. Yeah, I don't want to know the you that they was talking about. I want to know you for myself. Yeah, and, bro, if I tell you that room shook, because yeah, he came, like, bro. Come on. He came and the spirit came. The only one that didn't hadn't shown up was the father. Man, come on. <laughs> in the Godhead, you feel me? Uh, you talk to something totally, man, when folks, man, getting, you know, laying hands. I place my anointing on you. Man, that's scary. Man, listen. Man, I don't want your anointing. <laughs> I want my own. Yeah, because I'm not with you 24 7. <laughs> I want my own, good, man. Yeah. But it says even the elite will be fooled. Yeah, yeah. In the yeah. last days, even the leader before, I'm not knocking who you are. I'm not knocking your anointing. That's but you. your anointing is your anointing. Yeah. Your mantle is your mantle. God, give me my own. For real, man. I don't want David's anointing. No. You feel me? No. I don't I don't want David's anointing. Because I'll be on roofs. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> Somebody go kiss that. <laughs> Say, man, watch out, man. Because listen, bro, what I look like trying to fight a physical giant with five with five smooth stones and a slingshot, man, you better give me some slugs. Yeah, I'm in some from Sunnyside. I'm going to throw something at yeah. you for real, bro. <laughs> Say, man, listen, listen, man, we, we about to get ready to on, get on up out of here with this thing, man. We're talking about being alienated from God, man. And so to anybody that's tuned in tonight, man, and, and you are alienated from God, you are not living the life that that god wants you to live it's because of this you are still hostile in your mind you feel me you are still rebellious you you're still thinking rebelliously rebellious thoughts you feel me you are still hostile in your mind you refuse to submit you feel me we got too much we we too we got too much pride to submit to something that we can't see I want to believe in it, but I can't submit to it because I got this over here literally on my neck. I can believe in what's on my neck because I can see it. I feel it. You know what I'm saying? But God say, listen, you are still alienated because you're hostile in your mind. You're rebellious in your mind. So what are you saying, God? Simply give me your heart. Give me give me your mind. Give me your mind. Okay, God, I, I, I give you my heart. I give myself away. Come on, I was just saying that. <laughs> Come on, man. But listen, Ken Folk, how long you give yourself away? Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's the piece right there. How long you give yourself away until this pass? You feel me? Do you still give yourself away after the situation has passed? Right, you feel on. me? Like, listen, bro, the decision that I've made is a lifelong decision. You feel me? And the only strength that I have to remain in my decision is the spirit. You feel me? Developing that fruit that he talks about. But if you are alienated, it's because you're still hostile in your mind and you haven't fully received what Christ has done on the cross for you. You feel me? Like, listen, listen, like, like, for real, for real. Like, so like, if, if y'all did something right, real talk, you know what I'm saying? And I show up on the scene, you feel me? Like. You did something like that really that really calls for you to die, for you to be beheaded, for you to lose your life. You feel me? And I show up on the scene with my, with my I only got one. I show up on the scene with my one and only son. Be like, I'm about to give him up for you, Ken, folk. You feel me? Somebody going to be like, man, nah, you ain't got to do all that. I did it. Woo, 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 woo. Like, nah, I'm, I'm about to give Dre up. I got one son. You got ten. You feel me? Like, man, I'm about to give mine up so you can 
be here for your 10. You feel me? What type of loyalty, if any, would that produce? You feel me? In the beginning, it's going to be baffling because, like, bro, somebody really gave his son for me. But guess what? After a certain point, a certain time, bro, the sacrifice I made for you, that's going to get lost in the sauce somewhere, bro, as life goes on. You feel me? You'll appreciate it more if not soon after I've made the sacrifice, then God come and take everybody. You feel me? But, bro, going like, like, think about it, bro. How many times have somebody came through in an absolute clutch for you? You feel me? Absolute clutch. And they, they came through, bro. And it's like, how, how did you feel about that? Man, you appreciated that. You feel me? But, bro, think about it. Do you still appreciate it now? The same way you appreciate it when they came through and got you out that jam? Uh, come on. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And that's what's going on with us and God. You feel me? We appreciate it. And so in the beginning of the walk, in the beginning of the acceptance, man, we on fire for God. We, 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 we zealous for God. But the scripture says, zeal without knowledge is worthless. Uh, come on. I'm excited about God, but I don't know what the excitement is about. Come you feel on. me? So, man, look, let, let me get on down here so I can give you the final words, Pastor. So if you are alienated from God, for those who are tuned in with us, if you are still alienated from God, it's because you're still hostile in your mind and you really don't understand the sacrifice that God has really made for you. You feel me? You have to understand. So now in Ephesians 4 and 18, the word of God says that it's because of the ignorance. It's because of what you don't know in God. You know what I'm saying? Due to the hardness of your heart, due to the hardness of your mind, due to the rebelliousness of your thoughts. You feel me? You refuse to continuously think about God. How do I continuously think about God and not be super saint? You feel me? Like, bro, man, cancel the super saint stuff, bro. I'm just trying to live. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I'm just trying to live. You feel me? Like, after a while, bro, I just genuinely want to see you succeed. You feel me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if you understood the scripture, how the scripture is supposed to be understood, then me genuinely want to see you succeed should cause you genuinely want to see me succeed. Then if you want to see me succeed and I want to see you succeed, then we can come together and work towards somebody else's success. You feel me? Yeah. But, man, come on. That's a, that's a, that's a little far-fetched. Nah, in this society that we live in. That's what it's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. You feel me? Yeah. That's how I believe. Yeah, come on. But the scripture says this here. This is if you this is why you're still alienated because of your rebellious thoughts. You know what I'm saying? You you got it, man. You so what do I do with my rebellious thoughts? You gotta be renewed. You gotta be renewed. How often should I be renewed? Every day. You got to crucify your flesh every day. You got to crucify how you feel every day. You got to crucify, man, that mouth every day. You know what I'm saying? You got to, man, like, boy, you got to be like the Christmas story when Lil Raffin was out there cussing. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> hey, the boy told, man, mama had that soap in his mouth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. wash your mouth out, boy. Yeah. Like, listen, and so to my believers who are not, my the believers who are not living, uh, um, in, in God's presence to my believers that's living alienated. This is why you are not continuing in the faith. You feel me? You're not continuing in what you first believe. Like, listen, I'm listening for God. And I know, I know this is God talking to me. I have to continue in what you're saying until what you're saying begins to take root. When you go and plant seeds in the garden, 
Do you get a harvest the same day? You know what I'm saying? But while you waiting for the harvest, you got to check on this. If it ain't raining, you got to go water that seed. If the weed's trying to choke it out, you got to go. This is the same thing with our faith in God. Things may not be A1 in your life, but it's your faith A1. It's your faith. You know what I'm saying, boy? You boy, like, man, you got that A1. I got that hard. You feel me? Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. I got, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody looking. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, what's your, it's your faith A1. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Man, I got that hard when it comes to my faith. You yeah. feel me? Can't shake it. Can't, boy. You, boy, listen. You got to make sure you continue in the faith in order for you not to be alienated from God, for believers to not be alienated from God. You have to continue in your faith. You have to stable you have to be stable you have to continue in stability and be steadfast that word stable that word stable if you're not stable in god <clears throat> do you know why you're not stable in god because you're double-minded you're double-minded one minute out oh, man i'm looking for you god the next minute i'm gonna figure it out you feel me now the scripture says you're alienated because you're hostile in mind you feel me so if you're double-minded Scripture says you will be unstable in all in your all ways. Your Everything you do, there's going to be no foundation of it. Yeah. It's going to be shifting sand. Yeah. You feel me? Man, I just did a project up in Dallas, and the court actually shifted because the sand mm. washed out. It, well, the sand didn't wash out. The ground shifted. You feel me? And... The crazy part about it is, to solution it, we had to put a cap over it to bring it back to the inches that it lost. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, in other words, you had to provide stability to it. I had to provide stability to Come it. On, you feel me? I had to make it stable. Come you on. feel me? Come on. If you are alienated from God, it's because you're still hostile in your thinking, man. But this is how not to be alienated from God. You have to continue in your faith. You have to be stable and steadfast, not shifting, not shifting from the hope of the gospel that you heard. Everything today will attempt to make you question the gospel message of Jesus Christ. Come on, talk to us, Pastor. Come on. Man. And tapping over to this, this message translation again, uh, it says, but now by giving himself completely at the cross, actually dying for you. Mm -hmm. Christ brought you over to God's side and put your lives together, whole and holy in his presence. You would be a fool, I'm going to add that, to walk away from a gift like that. Like, I was just looking at the Denver Nuggets just won a championship, and uh, one of their players, his last name is Brown, he got the opportunity to probably get a nice contract mm -hmm. on anybody else's team. And he already told the team, I want to stay on this team. Because he said the team has chemistry, mm -hmm. the team has balance, mm -hmm. the team has stability, mm -hmm. the team the team has unity, mm -hmm. and so in his mind he said he says uh, that's Colossians chapter one, verse twenty uh, twenty one through twenty three yeah, twenty one through twenty three. Uh, he was like, "Why money ain't everything?" Mm -hmm. So he's like, "Why would I go get paid and be on a team that's trash?" Come on, man. That you Come probably on. ain't even gonna last long. That that you're not even gonna get no playtime. Mm -hmm. And so why would you walk away from where God, you know, has granted you purpose? Mm -hmm. You know, folks that 
lose their purpose, struggle with their passion, mm. and it's never compassion. Mm. And so when you lose your purpose, the passion is gone. Come on, man. And then you, you struggle to be <laughs> compassionate, and so everybody's a threat to you. Mm. And you your own threat. Because you're dealing with something in the inside mm. that was never surgically removed spirits, man. Surgically, Come on, man. you know, removed spirits. And so God want to, you know, to those that are feeling like you're alienated, man, God wants to surgically remove those hurts, those pains. I, I, you know, we say church hurt, but I like to say spiritually wounded. Mm. You know, everybody deals with hurt. You know, we are the church, so we deal with hurt at home before we come to the church. Okay. You know, Come on. You know, you've been married for a while. Gucci <laughs> every day. On. You know, you're going to struggle in areas, but how do you fight in your struggle? Mm -hmm. How are you fighting your struggle? And so guys want to pull that stuff out of you so that you can be the best you. Not only so that you can be the best you, but the bigger picture is who's the next you. Ooh. Come on. Come on, so man. I'm always working Come on, on me to better me so that I can see the next me birth. Come on, man. And that the next me that's birthed has to be, because the Bible says greater things. Mm -hmm. And so my prayer is that my son, uh, uh, CJ, tap into the greater things. Mm -hmm. That my son, SJ, mm -hmm. tap into the great, the greater things. That Destiny and Nevaeh, that they tap into the greater things. That they're doing things mm -hmm. far greater than me. Yeah. Because I've, I've, I've showed them purpose. I've showed them passion. I've showed them compassion. Mm -hmm. Even when they have let me down, I've I, 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 they might have let me down, but I know that they never lost their purpose. Come on, man. And because they never lost their purpose, the passion is always there to love them as a father, mm -hmm. to see them compassionate about becoming a better them. And so you got to become a better you, but you can't become a better you. Uh, prideful, selfish, uh, don't want no accountability, don't want to release nothing. You don't want to talk about nothing. Everybody's a target. Everybody's the problem. You tell you know it's just what they did, what he did, what she did. But what did you do? What did you do? Let's start with you. Right? Tell the whole story. Let's start with you. So that text just says, "You yourselves mm -hmm. are a case study." And it's a simple prayer. I'm gonna let it go. God, I know that you're studying me, but I ask God that you forgive my cases, the cases that have broke me, the cases that have caused me to be in bondage, the cases that have caused me to be in a, an, an entanglement, the, a case that have caused me uh, uh, to feel frustrated, the cases that have caused me to be angry, the cases that have caused me to be disconnected, the cases, come on, that have caused me uh, to be bothered in my mind, the cases that have caused my heart to be sour and broke, mm -hmm. come on, the cases that have caused my walk not to be holy, the cases that have caused my tongue right. not to speak holy. God, forgive me. God, study me. God, work on my case. God, God, ex my God, expunge my cases, yes. my God expunge my cases. And I pray, God, that you expunge cases right down. Yes, God, where individuals got to have been in a situation, God, where you were seconds away from taking their life, God, and their case was about to be presented before the Lord. And God, I pray now, God, for forgiveness and repentance, God, and that you, God, handle the matter in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, man, you guys have been tuned in to the TKHS, man. Huge salute to everybody who has hung out and stayed with us, man. We pray that you was blessed, man. Huge salute to Pastor Calvin, man. Awesome, proud, man. God, expunge my case. 
You feel me? That mean they can't bring it back man, up. Man, you feel me? Man, and when they, if they do go find something, it ain't gonna be nothing now. You know what I'm saying? So, man, thank you. Huge salute once again, man. We about to tap on up out of here, man. We thank God for you. We bless you. We give God the glory for you. Hey, man, until next time, man, I'll see you on the TKHS. Well, I said it already. Next time. We gon' make it for so Bridges burn, lessons learned I'ma gon' let you know Put my fate hit the blow And my direction is blurry I need an hour of power Cause it just do something to me Let the talk go through me Cause I'm walking in favor Get a word from the kingdom To keep me right with the savior Holy Spirit, we crazy That's what I'm talking about You keep us warm in the winter And make it rain in the drop Praise the Lord in the south Like they do in the west With some third coast flavor That has you breaking your neck And we ain't doing it for sex We save the souls of our people So plug us into your deck And let us blow through your speech. Give the game like Exposing nothing but power.